Hey guys, it's Jackie. Welcome back to my channel. This video is a little bit of an introductory video about myself and my podcast. And also I'm going to share some past stories about my time working in customer service. If you're new here, welcome. I'm calling this my cringy healing era, you know, because I'm healing. I'm on my healing journey and this video more than likely will be very, very cringy. But I hope one day I'll get to look back and smile and just say I never gave up and be thankful for that. Um, so, yeah, if you're a small creator, then do it along with me. This is customers that no longer think about me, but I still think about them. Part one. The grandmother and her grandson with the quarter. I love this memory. So there is a woman that had her grandson that came up to the counter and they were checking out at the retail store location that I worked at. Hey guys, I'm sorry. I paused the video because I am struggling um, with not looking and sounding a certain way. And I have to remember that it's, it's going to be okay. I, it won't look how you want it to in your head. But that's okay because you never know. It might surprise you. There was this grandmother and her grandson that came up to my counter when I worked at the store called Jay. And, um, I think the grandson had to be about probably seven or eight years old. He wasn't, he was still very young. Um, and the grandmother was raising him. We got into just a little small talk while I was checking them out at the register. He, she was buying him some school clothes and, um, he was helping her pay for the whole purchase and he was counting out the money or counting out the change and a quarter fell to the ground and he shrugged it off and she was like what and I was like you pick up that quarter and the little boy looked up at me and he picked it up and uh well the his his um his grandmother was really one the, the one that told him you know you need to pick up the quarter but I was like hey I was like, you, you've only picked up that one quarter. That's 25 cents. You know, you still got a whole day to go through and you're going to maybe find two, three more quarters. And by the end of the day, you'll have enough to buy you a candy bar or whatever you want to. It made the boy smile. <laughs> um, and the grandmother commented and said uh, something along the lines of, you're really, because uh, I told her that I was an aunt and she said, you're a good aunt. And I was like, that well, that that's special. Thank you. <laughs> like that means a lot. It's very sweet. So I can't believe I got through that. <laughs> so let's go on to the next one. Okay. Woo! I'm doing it. Okay. Woo. It's okay. <clears throat> I know. I know you don't want to record right now. Okay. Hey. I know you don't want to record right now, but it's going to be okay. You're taking it one day at a time. 
and we're going to be okay. So it was him, his girlfriend or his wife, whoever, um, came up to the desk and he said, Hey, he, and he had these long curtain rods, long ass curtain rods. Okay. He said, Hey, I need to return these. I was like, Oh, of, of course, you know, if you want to return them, obviously, of course. But I explained to him that, um, while this is definitely the customer service desk for the woman's department, what he wanted to return was a homeware item, a very, very long box of curtain rods. Okay. This box was very long. <clears throat> So obviously one person carrying it through the store can be a little bit dangerous with many, many, many people in the store, right? So per the store's policy, and as I advised, I said, you'll just have to go upstairs to the home department. If you'll carry it upstairs to the home department, they'll return that for you. It has to be returned in the home department where it was originally purchased. He did not like that answer. He said, uh, no, I don't have to go all the way up there. I just wanted to come in here, return this, and get the hell out. Uh, he said, this is the customer service desk, right? Looked up, pointed at the sign. I said, yes, sir, it is, but this is the women's department customer service desk. That is a homeware item that you need to return upstairs in the home department. He requested a manager. I called the manager over, the manager came down and explained that yes, per policy, I was correct. He did have to take it upstairs, but he didn't mind going ahead and refunding it for him right there. So the guy looked at me and said, see, customer service desk, learn to do your job. He took his money and walked out. I looked at my manager and my manager said, you just got to go what, do what keeps the store going. You can't make everybody happy. I hated that manager. <laughs> then there was the man that thought he was more important. He was more important to use the handicap change install. Oh, yeah. So, again, when I worked in retail, I worked fitting rooms. Now, the fitting rooms required you having to run clothes back and forth back onto the floor. Um, you're hanging the clothes back up. You're cleaning the all of the fitting room stalls. And all of the clothes back that everybody don't want, you're cleaning out all the stalls. You're putting them back on hangers. You're running them back out to the floor when you can. That is what that consists of. Now, when I was, one day when I was working fitting rooms, a guy came in <clears throat> and said, um, oh, I said, how many? And he was like, oh, I've got five. And I was like, okay, you can go to that one right there. Place that I worked at, you had to assign a room to somebody, right? You know how fitting rooms work. You go in, you ask somebody for a fitting room sometimes if they're locked. Sometimes they're locked, sometimes they're not. Um, ours stayed 
unlocked. Um, in the morning, we would unlock them, and at night, we would lock them all back up. But ours stayed all unlocked, um, and I told this guy to... I gave him a room, and I said, okay, you can go in that one. He didn't like that one. He wanted the changing, st uh, the bigger one, meant for people with disabilities, the handicap stall. He wanted that one. And I said, I I'm sorry, I can't let you use that one. There's women and children that possibly may need to use that one or other people with disabilities that might possibly come around while you're in the fitting room that may need to use it. And he put a, up a argument about how he, he said, there's nobody here. Why can't I just use it right now? And I'm like, I understand that there's nobody right now, but there are people in the store. So just in case, because I knew I had seen multiple moms pushing carriages already. Okay. That day in the store, I knew one of them was getting ready to come to the fitting room. <clears throat> and he just put up a whole argument. Um, he wanted that handicap stall. He wasn't handicapped, might, might I add. Um, and he's like, if there was somebody here, you know, I completely get it. But it, otherwise, it's not a big deal. That's my job, is to make sure that the person that needs that stall, it's available when they need it. Okay? Um, luckily... He, he just ticked me off and I was a people pleaser at the time and I dropped it to make things go smoothly. Um, and I said, fine, go ahead. I, I said it like that. I said, go, whatever. Um, and he's like, I'm not trying to be rude. And I said, well, you are. You're being very rude because I know there are multiple mothers in the store that might need this in a few minutes. But please continue so you can hurry up and finish your purchase. Sometimes I just snapped working customer service. You're checking somebody out at the register and you're getting ready to hit the enter button. You just typed in all of the, the change. You've typed in the money they gave you. You've got the change back and you get ready to hit enter. And they're like, oh, wait, I found this 48 cents instead. Let me just, or no, I've had this nickel or whatever. Like, <sighs> No, 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 mm-mm, uh-uh, no. Once you give me that money and I've hit enter, you're getting your change back. I, I'm, I'm sorry if you, one woman just looked at me and just, she literally said, here, I have a nickel. And I was like, okay. And I had to do the math in my head. And guys, I'll be honest, okay, I'm, I'm terrible at math. I don't care. I'm terrible, terrible at math, so it takes me a little bit, or I might need a calculator. Because I hesitated when she was handing me the nickel, she looked at me and just said, never mind, each generation just gets more stupider. Took the change that I had and walked out the door, which I was shocked because she was actually quite very nice. Um, there is the woman that absolutely... I say, I'm very Southern. I'm sweet. So when I meet people, I'll say, hi, honey, how are you? Or hi, sweetie. Um, <clears throat> you having a good day? Now, I understand that some people that can be disrespectful. I, 
I try to let people know beforehand that that is the way that I talk and that's who I am. And if it bothers them to just please let me know and I won't, I, I will do my best not to say that. Um, but there was this one woman customer shopper that came into the store the first time. And I said, um, Hi, hon, how's your day going? And she said, don't call me, hun. And I said, okay, I apologize for that. Um, I said, would you like your hangers? And she said, I don't remember what she said about the hangers, to be honest with you. Um, and I just kept checking her out. I said, how's your day going? And she said, it's going fine. Just kept scanning, checking her out. And she's like, that's very rude and disrespectful to call people hun. And I said, well, I apologize. I, I do say hun and honey and sweetie, things like that, because I was raised Southern and in the country. And, um, she's like, well, it's not professional. I was very rude. And I just apologize. I said, I, I apologize once again. I did not mean to upset you. I finished checking her out and she left. Um, months pass so many months that I forget about her eventually, not really recognize her. She's in the line again. She comes up to the stand and apparently I said, sweetie or honey or something again. And I'm not going to pretend like I remember the details, but, um, she said, I seriously should call the manager on you for calling me that name again. And I said, I am so sorry. I apologize. I didn't, I didn't recognize that it was you. Um, and I just checked her out. We were silent and she just walked out the door. I don't understand people like that. If you have a problem with how I talk, please just let me know. And I will do my best to not make you uncomfortable. Spoken like a true people pleaser. I'm in recovery guys. Um, Anyway, I think that's all I'm going to record today. That's enough. I, I don't want to try and edit a video longer than 30 minutes. Um, so I'm just going to really quickly. My light's been off this entire time. I am just going to really quickly again. Hi, my name is Jackie. Um, thank you for being here. I truly appreciate it. I'm a small creator. Um, I'm a recovering people pleaser. I love writing erotica. I, um, <clears throat> but my sole passion has already always been people. I love people. Um, I'm full of compassion and empathy. And at times that bites me in my ass. And yeah, I just want to say thank you for being here and for supporting me and supporting my podcast. Um, I hope what comes out of me doing this podcast is to bring more awareness to the treatment that people endure because trying to work a toxic job when you're suffering from anxiety and depression, that shouldn't be normal and that should not be life. Life should not be hard. I love you guys.